Welcome to the I Work For Him Power Pod. I'm Michael Miracle, producer for I Work For Him, the voice of the faith and work movement. We are on mission to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. Each quick listening power pod is designed with you in mind and jam-packed with kingdom resources to help you connect your faith and work. How will this impact your workplace? Let's find out right now. Now, here's something I really want to make sure. If you're if you become a listener of our work for any amount of time, you know we're constantly looking for resources and practical tips for all of us to put into practice each and every day of the year. Today's no different, but it is different in that we're college bound with a fresh crop of students that are graduates that we're going to hear from today that went to one specific university in the desert in Arizona. What are your Christian offspring being taught at school in the college where you've sent them off to? This is a major concern for all of us because the universities across this country are not Christ-centered. Although most of the major ones were centered on Christ when they were founded, they've strayed deeply and far away from that. We need to be intentional with where we send our kids. And today, we're going to encourage you to check out Arizona Christian University. We've got President Len Munsell joining us today from Phoenix, Arizona. Actually, Tempe, Arizona. Len Munsell, welcome back to I Work For Him. Len, when we talked earlier this year, you guys had some incredible things going on at Arizona Christian University. Why don't you talk about how Arizona Christian University is different than other Christian universities? Well, first, first of all, thank you for having having me on to to talk about ACU and just to you know to start off. We're I'm, I'm sitting here in my office looking at at a miracle that God has done, um, and. and you know, to to answer your question, ACU is different because I think of the intentionality with which we pursue preparing Christian students to go into the world as influencers, to be salt and light. Uh, and over the last few years, as as we have become more and more clear in our conservative theological and cultural perspective, and also our desire to, as iron sharpens iron, prepare Christians in an entirely Christian community to go into the seven mountains of influence of our culture, God has just poured out blessing. And so, you know, the last few years we had, we, we had uh, you know, we've been ranked by U.S. News and World Report as the best college. Um, we have full accreditation, regional accreditation. Uh, the highest level of, of academic credentialing that you can have. Uh, the last two years, we've been chosen the best university in Arizona, ahead of Arizona State University and the University of Arizona, two, two major public universities. Uh, and so God was pouring out blessing, and we were growing, but we had hit capacity at our campus in Phoenix. It was about a 20-acre campus. And Despite you know what we were doing academically and spiritually, we were really limited in in our ability to grow. And somehow, God worked a miracle where we traded our campus of twenty acres for a sixty-eight acre campus that had been shut down by the Thunderbird School of Global Management. They wanted to move downtown, and they had this beautiful sixty-eight acre campus with uh, dozens of academic buildings. Uh, and and we were able to trade for it. And so we moved our entire university nine miles away from North Phoenix to sort of the, the northwest part of the, the Valley of the Sun, for those of your listeners that are familiar with it, uh, in Glendale, which, of course, is where they've held the Super Bowl. It's where the Arizona Cardinals play. 
So it's a, a fairly well-known community, but we are just in awe of what God has done uh, in taking us to a place with so much more room. Uh, and as a result, after you know we were growing enrollment, but it was pretty gradual, and we grew 20% this fall. Um, which is wow. unheard of for a, a, a college of our size, which is a you know fewer than a thousand students. So, well, um, uh, so we're excited. Lynn, when we come back, you've got some graduates that are going to share uh, from their story of how they were prepared for living out their faith in their work. What's the one thing in thirty seconds or less? What's the one thing you want to hear from those students when they call in? Well, I'm hoping that we hear their passion as Christians to be in positions of influence in our culture and, and really change uh, and, and move the nation uh, back toward God. That's that's really what it's all about at ACU. I'm just super excited to make sure that everybody that's an I Work For Him listener knows that there's an option, that there's a university specifically in our country designed to help their students live out i work for him each and every day and you've got some students joining us today yeah absolutely and i'm excited for you to hear from brendan bowen who's just a phenomenal student and really a young man who just has a great story of of how god got a hold of him uh at acu through uh his experiences and life experiences in the sport of football and really established a calling for brendan and he's off doing great things and i want him to tell you about it Brennan Bowen, welcome to I Work For Him. Yeah, I graduated from ACU with a, an education degree, uh, emphasis in science and a minor in biblical studies, uh, but I actually ended up uh, heading into law school after that. Um, so I'm actually in my last year of law school at Arizona State University right now. Law school? Okay. So, wow, <laughs> I love that, law school. Um, why? I mean, you can't be a Christian and a lawyer, can you? <laughs> I didn't think so. Um, a large part of that is due to ACU. Um, one of my mentors at church had brought the idea up to me actually before I returned to school and, and started my path at ACU and, and mentioned, you know, have you considered the legal field? And I really could think that's for other people, smarter people, you know, maybe people less scrupulous than myself. Um, and and okay. at, at, at ACU, learning that you not, not just what it would mean to be uh, a Christian lawyer, because that would be the word Christian there is modifying the word lawyer. That makes lawyer the emphasis. But what does it mean to be a Christ follower in the law? Is that possible? How could you do this? Is unto the glory of God? Have other people done it? What does Scripture have to say about it? And and through wrestling with those questions at the end of my uh, time at ACU, I decided to go to law school um, and, and go influence the legal profession and, and government, maybe in particular, uh, in a more Christian way. How were you prepared for living out your faith as a graduate student in law on a college campus with that's maybe not so pro-Christian? <laughs> you know, it's um, ACU does a great job instilling first principles and being able to get to the root of the matter. And, you know, in the law, all judgments are moral judgments. So the question when we're sitting in class or talking about things, it always comes back to, you know, what is the root of this? What is... What is the worldview influencing this particular policy or legal standard that, that we're talking about? And as far as the culture among other students, I mean, I grew up in public school, so I, I know how to be in it, but not of it. But ACU really equipped me in that you know, I kind of got a couple of years in a, a more insular bubble to be trained up with like-minded people to sharpen arguments with each other. And, and when I was able to get out 
and at the ASU, I was more equipped to do battle, for lack of a better term, with opposing worldviews because I had studied them more thoroughly at ACU. Is there a better term than battle? Because isn't isn't that really what you're what you're doing? I mean, as you take your <laughs> biblical worldview into a secular place that really rejects the biblical worldview, it is a battle, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I suppose battle is the proper term. Uh, it is certainly <laughs> opposed to the things of God, and even in, in ways that are more subtle than you realize. Sometimes you're having an innocent policy debate, or what seems to be an innocent policy debate, and you realize, like I said, getting to the root of the matter, that there's just there's a fundamentally different worldview that you're opposing, and you realize you are almost talking back past each other unless you can get to the root of that matter. So, for example, you know what what are human beings? Are we inherently good, or are we inherently fallen? If we're inherently good, then all the bad we see in the world is the result of society. So we could structure society in a way to get rid of it. And what will be the emphasis of your law degree? Where have you leaned with this law degree? Uh, I've spent a lot of time in the governmental and constitutional arena. So my first year, I interned at the Center for Arizona Policy uh, and then spent the summer at the Arizona Attorney General's office. Uh, the next year, my second year of school, I worked at both the Goldwater Institute and worked down at the state legislature on the Senate Rules Committee. Last summer, returned back to the Attorney General's office and currently am in working for uh, Governor Ducey's Office of General Counsel, so kind of all over both the constitutional uh, and, and governmental spheres. Let me be. Let me have this be my last question, because, Brennan, when you graduate next year and you get your first job, we've we got to keep this conversation going, because everybody listening, especially those that have leaned towards government involvement and being an attorney, have said, how do I keep my faith strong and do all this stuff? Is there a place for the biblical worldview out there in law and government? Uh, I mean, not only is there a place, but there, there's a drastic need for it. I know where I'll end up, I'm going to be clerking at the Supreme Court of Arizona with uh, Justice Lopez, who is himself a believer. So there are believers out there. There's places you can find. It's important to find good, strong mentors, and there's tons of good Christian uh, attorneys and judges here to be plugged in with. Uh, and it's also you know, just important to realize that there will be moral judgments made in the law, whether Christians are there helping to make them or not. And so we ought to be salt and light in the world. We ought to be out there influencing. As President Munsell wrote at the end of his book, he quoted, I think it was Proverbs 29, too, that when the godly are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked are in power, they groan. You know, and it's it's important for Christians and believers to be out there influencing the culture towards a more biblical view, because morality will be out there. It's just whose morality (laughs) judgments will be made. It's just from whom are the judgments coming. And I just wanted to say, you know, this is one of the problems in our country is that universities have turned people away from the Christian principles that really were foundational to Western civilization and foundational to the formation of this country. And so at ACU, we're trying to restore what's been lost and help people understand that as, you know, younger generations come along that don't remember God and don't remember these principles, aren't taught these principles, it has a very damaging effect on our culture, on our families, on our civil society. And so we're excited to have these students on that you're going to hear from now uh, and you can talk about things that they're doing to be influential uh, in our culture. All right, well, let's welcome Emily Fort to I Work For Him. Emily, welcome. 
Oh, thank you, Jim. So, tell us a little bit of your story. What kind of graduate? What kind of uh, degree did you graduate with from Arizona Christian University? So, I graduated just last year in 2018 with a degree in biology. Okay. You. So, what do you do with a degree in <laughs> biology? I mean, I mean, you studied toads and uh, dissected lizards. What? I mean, what do you do with that? Right. Uh, well, my desire has always been to go into the medical field, and I'm currently studying to be a doctor of osteopathic medicine over at Midwestern University, also in Glendale, Arizona. How did your training at Arizona Christian University prepare you for the campus of Midwestern University? I think that my training at Arizona Christian University really laid the foundation that was completely essential for me to be able to come onto this campus staying firm in my faith. Because as you can imagine, being a a school of health sciences, um, there are very few people here who have a Christian worldview. And that's been good for me to be able to speak with them, having the foundation that I had at Arizona Christian, knowing okay, um, moral relativism is out there, and it's the predominant worldview. Um, And it's not surprising now, at least to some level, to meet people who don't believe the Word of God and where it's completely new to them. Um, But coming up with a lot of questions against Christianity, I don't know if I would be able to field those questions and be as confident in my faith as I am thanks to my um, four years that I spent at ACU. Tell me about why you chose a, to be a D.O., because that means you still got many, many years ahead of you in schooling. Uh, why a D.O.? How does your faith fit into this? So my desire to be a D.O. was really motivated by my desire to help people, and um, it really wasn't until I got to Midwestern that I really could see how being a believer and being a D.O. would be completely integrated. Um, D.O.s practice with a mentality that a human is made up of mind, body, and spirit, and in order to heal the human body, we need to address all three areas. And so, like you said, they tend to be known as doctors who are less drug pushers, trying to see the whole person. Um, so my hope in being a DO is that it will allow me to approach my patients um, as people to minister to, not just diseases to cure. And my hope down the road, and I've even gotten to practice a little bit through homeless clinics that we can do through the school, is be able to pray with people, to be able to talk to them about their stories and where they're at with the Lord. What? You're helping people that are sick and you're praying with them? What's wrong with you? (laughs) It's a radical thought. (laughs) How much garbage do you get from your fellow students when they see you praying with people? I think it's shocking because there are very few people, even in my class of 250 medical students, who are willing to be bold about their faith because um, they don't want to offend anybody and they are not sure if this is going to be accepted by patients or by their colleagues. So they didn't go to Arizona Christian University then? Right, right. Uh, Thankfully, Uh. I actually, we have another student who just graduated from Arizona Christian a year and a half ago who's now in the first year medical school class. So we're excited to be able to have that influence here at Midwestern. When you're looking at microscopic stuff, which is so intricately, uh, uh, I mean, designed, how do people get past this, well, this just happened by chance kind of thing? I mean, you're, you're in mm-hmm. classes with people mm-hmm. who just believe all of us evolved from primordial goo by accident. How do you talk about the intentionality that our creator built in a DNA? Mm-hmm. I think that it has actually taught me a lot of grace, um, being able to sit with people who do not <laughs> see the world the way I do and 
of course, the first instinct is, like, how can you look at, like you said, all of these microscopic details and not acknowledge that there's an amazing creator behind it? But realizing the, the Bible says that they're blind. Um, they don't have hearts that can receive truth and can respond to truth unless the Lord gives that to them. And so being able to have that grace and yet the truth behind it as well to encourage them, there is a creator and he is responsible for all of this. And being able to understand his heart will help us understand how to be better physicians. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower. My workplace is my mission field, but ultimately, I work for him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him Power Pod with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Want more? Hear the full broadcast at IWorkForHim.com. Stay connected and receive power pack content when you sign up for our blog at IWorkForHim.com or follow us on social media at IWorkForHim. And finally, if today's message inspired you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review helps launch more workplace missionaries across the nation. That's at IWorkForHim and online IWorkForHim.com.